0: Gee Wiz God Foundation Stones number three of nine in the series Why Jesus entitled Man's Identity and Loss of Birthright. If you have been following along in the G God series, Why Jesus, I hope you are enjoying it. If you are just joining, I would encourage you to start with the first podcast in the beginning as these many teachings are sequential and each builds upon the other. I do not want to belabor the details as this series in truly gee God is meant to be many lessons on the things of God, but the issue of identity must be clearly stated. The earth was given to mankind. Think not of our petty social differences we have today, but see yourself as part of the human race. We are beautiful. God gave the earth to us and charged us to steward it. Adam and Eve were spotless and innocent. One might even say naive, but not without authority. He breathed his breath into them, and upon each of their heads he placed a crown of authority. They were the rulers. Earth was ours to subdue and steward. A gift. But really, the idea of earth is a side note. God did something with mankind he did not do with any of his other creations. He made us in his image. As he is three in one, the Trinity, we are also three in one, body, soul, and spirit. In another teaching, I will explain the difference between the three, especially soul and spirit. He loves all that he made. But a love a parent has for a child surpasses all, wouldn't you agree? I am wonderfully made. You are wonderfully made. We are his and always were. It may seem too easy, but you were made by love, through love, and to love. We were made to rule and reign as he rules and reigns. So what happened? satan has but one main agenda and that is to come against the most high in any way that he can i'm not sure if satan actually believes he can overthrow god but i'm more than certain he will do everything in his power to destroy that which god loves which is all of creation but mostly mankind into the garden of eden that slippery serpent went Up to lovely Eve, he began his campaign against mankind in much the same way he might have done in the heavens. Did God really say, don't do this, don't do that? Maybe he just meant you would be more like him. It wouldn't actually die, knowing good and evil. I'm sure he wants you to be more like him, don't you? The manipulation and deception could go on and on. If you are not already conscious of it, it is the same exact way Satan comes to us all, even today. Thoughts are really where the battlefield begins, and choices are made. There is no one God, really. I am my own God. I know right from wrong. I don't need him, if he even exists at all. It is just a bunch of nonsense and foolish, old-fashioned thinking. I believe in good vibes, and I'm open to all sorts of spiritual ideas. As long as it feels right to me, or just the simple, whatever, it isn't for me. Let me tell you that a monarch butterfly instinctively knows to fly over 2,000 miles every year to go to one place in South America. A little inconsequential butterfly. How much more you... The battle for truth and what is true is instinctively written on our hearts as well. It is part of our human story, our human identity. We have choices to make. So, Eve listens to the serpent and agrees with him. Such clever deception. Quietly standing off to the side, Adam says nothing but takes a bite along with his wife in the light of God that shone so brightly from them faded. The innocents lost, and knowledge they were never meant to carry they were now burdened with. Their crowns fell from their heads, and the ruler of darkness, feeling such satisfaction, picked them up and placed them on his head. Selah. The results of sin Never come quite as we expect. We think we can measure the cost, but no one truly ever can. The consequences of Adam and Eve's actions were immediate and harsh. It affected us all. The spiritual death, loss of authority, and separation between father and children, etc., were final, but not without hope. Adam and Eve were taken off guard, and Satan might have been celebrating. But God was in no way surprised or defeated. This might be a time some of you ask, why did God put the trees in the garden in the first place? Why the temptation? One thing that comes to mind is a gift from the Lord we often overlook, and that is the gift of free will. He wanted people who would freely choose him. If you have the choice to choose him, then you also have the choice to not choose him which inevitably allows for that which opposes him, darkness and all that comes with it. He never takes away our free will, never. We are never enslaved or in bondage to anything with him. And Satan is not God's equal nor opposite. As stated before, he has no opposite. He is the uncreated God, the Most High. Remember, there were two trees in the garden. They only ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and not from the tree of life. If they had stayed in Eden and eaten of that tree, they and now all of creation would have remained in this cursed state under this newly cursed kingdom. No, God made a way for us even then if we had made choices that hurt us and others. His love and mercy for me For you, for them, for all of mankind and creation demanded they leave the Garden of Eden so this would not happen. It was shut off to them permanently. The spiritual world was removed and now they could only be in the natural world. And that is what happened in a very simple explanation, dear listener. Gee whiz, God. It is up to each of us to search a thing out, to study and know the deeper understandings and teachings are out of the scope of a 10 minute-ish podcast as I have made clear earlier. As I have also made clear, this is called Why Jesus? You can already begin to see God's redemptive plan being put into action through the tree of life, a foreshadowing of what is to come.